Jeff Rollins. Hello. How's it going? It's going well. How are you? I'm good. Are you a native of Columbus? I am not. I am from Northeast Ohio. Actually grew up in Strongsville, Ohio. Okay. Well, then we can't do this. I know. This must be in Columbus. <laughs> um, how long have you been in Columbus? I've been in Columbus since I came down here from when I went to Ohio State. So I've been here six, going on seven years. Okay. Six. So you went to Ohio State and you majored in? Uh, computer science. Okay. So... How's that going? It's, it was great. I enjoyed the whole experience. I think um, it was very mathematical. It was very techy. I've always had inclination towards tech. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually pursuing my master's now in organizational leadership. Um, so I'm working full time um, as a software developer, kind of tech lead, as well as doing um, my master's as well. That's cool. What are you, You're doing your master's in the, in the same field? Uh, organizational leadership, so completely different. So it actually combines with a lot of the coaching stuff I do. Okay. Um, everything is kind of integrating together. Um, that was kind of my big goal of 2020 is to have more cohesiveness among coaching and other activities and also tech. So I'm bringing it all together. How did you get into coaching? Yes. Pull so, that microphone a little okay. bit closer. Bring this a little closer to me. There we there go. There you bro. go. Awesome. Yeah, so I, I always observe the world around me and um, really – was inspired by people who could make meaningful change. Okay. Um, and I, and I, I always felt a little untraditional, right? I think yeah. everyone has that voice in them that's like, I want to fit in with the crowd, but I also want to be my own thing, right? Uh-huh. Um, and I found it funny. I was like, you know, if you look at online on horoscopes and people doing astrology, how there's millions and millions of views for these things every day. How, you know, people write horoscopes and they're getting, you know, two, three, four million views. And I'm like, what is it about this? Um, that people are grappling to and what is this this void that no one knows anything about that Mm -hmm. makes people feel safe Um, and I I really discovered that it was people are identifying parts of themselves in something bigger than them and that helps kind of fuel them forward kind of making sure that at the end of the day there there's no really right or wrong they're kind of in on the right path right people come to me like I want to be on the path Jeff and um, so coaching I kind of uh, I was an astrology apprentice um, when I was in my undergrad, I submitted writing to one of the, I'd say, one of the top world-renowned astrologers, Deborah Silverman, um, and she had in a whole astrology program. So what, I had, what was her name? Uh, Deborah Silverman. And she's local? No, she's she's in out of Denver. Okay. Actually, so she's in Colorado and Hawaii, um, but she had her inter, her international astrology school. All right. And so I ended up submitted my writing to her. I see the lights flicker. <laughs> I ended up submitting my writing to her and she called me and she's like, who are you? I want you to do my astrology school. Um, and so I ended up actually, you know, studying astrology more heavily, you know, ended up getting into tarot cards and it all kind of was just supernatural. Yeah. I actually ended up, you know, beginning to give readings, studying further with Deborah um, and doing readings to my friends. And then it kind of took it a little bit more professionally after that. Okay. And that when you started getting interested, how, how old do you think you were? In, in, in the metaphysical. Oh, yeah. I, I'd say, I mean, I'm a kid looking in, you know, nine, ten years old. You're looking in the newspaper at horoscopes, right? You know, you're seeing that there. You're you're seeing, you know, zodiac signs have always been around. Um, you're always hearing, oh, I'm October, so I'm a Libra, right? It's kind of something that's common knowledge. People usually know what they are. Yeah. Um, they may not know about it. And so, um, you know, I, I think at a young age, I was always fascinated with it. People who were... Um, you know, every time I heard tarot or I, I, I saw things, I was like, hmm, this, this sounds like something for me. This sounds different. It sounds different. And that, that was sometimes the most important thing is it's different. Yeah. Um, 
I, I'm so bored of the mundane. I mean, I'm, I'm always going to switch it up on you. I, I hate going through the same motions every day. I think we, we lack self-awareness conversations in our daily life. So do you think there's something about just like the energy about this that is attracted to you? Do you think there's something that can benefit everybody out of this? Or Oh, absolutely. I, I call myself a storyteller. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, am I here to predict things for you? No. Am I here to, um, you know, define what your your future and your relationships and your money is going to look like? I'm not. I'm a storyteller. Mm-hmm. And I strongly believe that tarot, astrology, and other tools give you the archetype, right? If you look around the zodiac, almost everything you can identify in life falls somewhere into astrology. And so it's a systematic way for me to revisit all of those areas in my life, my career, my, my romance, my um, you know, communication styles, everything that you can think of in life fits somewhere into the Zodiac wheel or tarot. And so for me, it's a way to have these conversations and bring them to the mainstream, right? Like I, I was very, um, it's very important for me for people to have these self-awareness conversations. We go so fast. I mean, life goes so fast. I mean, how often are you having a conversation one-on-one about, hmm, how do I, what are my different communication styles with people? And, um, you know, how is my career and family today, right? You know, like you really don't have those systematic conversations. Um, And I find that people just want validation in it. They feel like they're being swept away with the culture and the collective. And this helps you come to a sense of identity to tell a better story. you know, there's so many ways you can you can tell your story. We, we're surrounded by, you know, narratives of right and wrong, good and evil. Oh, you can't post that or do this. This is wrong. Right. And soulfully, I believe that there is no right and wrong. I believe that, you know, and astrology kind of speaks to that, that you kind of signed up for a big sleepover here on Earth. Yeah. You know, and now when you say <clears throat> there is no right and wrong, are you talking about like generally or in... I'd say it's it's <clears throat> when a lot of this work, it, it forces you to look on multiple planes, right? So I think as human beings, we have an ego, right? Mm-hmm. So our ego is like, yeah, I believe in this, right and wrong, right? And there's a time and a place for that. There's also a time and a place to be on the neutral ground and say, I don't know. I was just born into this world with no instructions. Who are you to tell me what truth is, right? right. So I believe systematically what this thing, the, the biggest takeaway I try to give to people is you're simultaneously holding multiple beliefs. Yeah. We live in a world where there's guilt when you're like, you can, how, why can't you believe strongly in something and strongly in something else? And that's what this provides is a net where I can hold such strong ideas together and have intelligent conversation about it. Right. Um, because there's nothing, more, there's nothing worse than somebody telling you what you believe in or what you love isn't right. Um, and so this is, I always say I'm writing permission slips all day. Whenever I give a tarot reading, I'm basically just put it, I'm a mirror. I'm just shining a light on something that you've been begging to get out of your system wow. for a long time, right? You're, you've been wanting to talk about, I mean, I, I, sometimes I, I'm not, I say I'm a glorified therapist. I'm a mirror. I'm a storyteller. I'm here to listen to you, pull some cards and have a guided conversation or take a look at it further. And I think we miss that aspect a lot. So <clears throat> like in in your everyday life, yeah, you um, you have a day job. Yes. <laughs> now, when you are with your friends or your family or your coworkers or whatever, are you constantly coming back to this and like? You're gonna laugh at me. I actually am. <clears throat> you know, being in tech, I actually have a spreadsheet on almost every person I've ever met. I have a spreadsheet on meaningful qualities that they mirror back to me. Mm-hmm. And I take it and incorporate it into my toolkit, I call it. And so what I basically say is, you know, like I may meet you and you may give off 
something, you know, very creative, a very, you know, some energy, right, that I recognize. And so I'll think about that. I'm like, you know, I'll put that into a spreadsheet, kind of observe some patterns. And over time I go, hmm, if I have a client in front of me and I'm trying to express to them to help them unlock creativity, I need to draw upon the other people in my life. Now, where do you get that from? What, what, drawing upon? No, like, because I know, I know horoscopes. Yeah. And... I know a little bit of numerology. Yeah. And <clears throat> that's about it. So when you read horoscopes, okay, I'm not really talking about the one in the paper. No, of but, course. But the ones that. Oh, like the astrology chart. Right. Like yes. when you're getting really deep into it. Correct. Is that written or is it you You figure it out as the interpreter? So, um, exact, so that's a great pivot. I. You can go on pretty much any website. There's, um, you can just type in astrology chart and you'll put in your birth time, location and date and that will generate a chart. So say for example, you were born and the nurse went outside and took a snapshot of the sky at that exact moment. Okay. That would be your natal chart. Okay. And so it's, you can go as complex as you want into it. So your natal chart kind of holds your energies. I call it your blueprint. So these are energies that you signed up for and you're coming over to earth and your soul has lessons to learn and your chart can kind of help you unlock that. Um, and then there's, you know, transits, the moon goes through phases, things like that. Planets revolve around the sun. Um, again, I don't believe that the moon is affecting my life. What I believe in is, oh, the moon is in Taurus right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's time to think about my finances, my security, my comfort. Where are my patterns that I want to stop and not go? Right. So I use it as a map and then I look at their direct chart and say, well, your moon in your natal chart, and I have a copy of one here, um, is, you know, it's in your moon is in Gemini. So your emotional body may be pretty airy. You may not want to get down into all the details. Uh. So it's a it's a you know, it's an elemental balance. It's a dance. Um, and it really it's just a big blender. I, I bring out a lot of themes. I put them into a blender and people tell me what they resonate with and whatever they resonate with or what they don't, polarities are very important in this work, right? right? Something that you completely reject. If you look at me crazy and you're like, what are you talking about? I don't agree with this at all. That's just as important to me as something you agree with in fully because that's the contrast, which could be work where you can grow. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of information. <laughs> yeah, I have plenty of it. <laughs> well, okay, just uh, for, <clears throat> for the sake of this conversation, my birthday was last Monday. Okay. June 1st. Yes. Gemini. Oh, yeah. Perfect. So I'm a Libra. We're both air signs. Yeah. Right. So it's funny, you know, you can paint a lot of things. So like Gemini represents higher thought. So it's funny that you're doing a podcast mm -hmm. because you crave to collect people's words. Classic Gemini. Yeah. Right. And so again, and a lot of people say, oh, my sun sign doesn't describe me or, ooh, you know, which is fine. I think when you get to an advanced place with astrology, you're able to change hats, right? So like at this point, what astrology offers me is I'm not just in a leap. The first place of astrology is understanding yourself. Then after that, you're like, I want to be a Gemini today, right? Mm -hmm. So you can take your hat off and I, I know many Geminis in my life and I can go, well, what do they do differently than me? And then take meaningful action, yeah. right? So I'm able to hold your archetype of Gemini and integrate that with some action. Right. Um, so I have a question about like, so when you have personalities yes and different kinds of psycholo psych psychological aspects of those personalities so like i'm a gemini and i don't know if if it 
uh, it, it stems from that. But what I do a lot is mimic people. Yeah. What what is I I, I learned about it in psychology class last yes. year. But I know it's called something. Oh, it's a well, it's one hundred and one cultivating a strong relationship. People like to be mirrored. Their egos like to be fed, yeah. right? So if you're mirroring people, it's a very strong survival emotional intelligence skill, it's right? A connection, exactly. So you're mirroring them, and people like to see themselves. And so you know, and they're like, "Oh wow, I have impact." Yeah. Um, with astrology, and again with different personalities and how you're mapping those. Again, I always go back to the basis of what do you what do you resonate with now, and what do you not resonate with at all. Mm-hmm. I think it's a it's there's no right or wrong. Again, so if you resonate with the Gemini archetype, right, and that's great. That's a great starting point. You you like to you understand you know Gemini rules, communication, higher thoughts, short distance travel. So if all of those things kind of you know like <clears throat> hmm you don't mind that, okay, well maybe that's your core. So now you can kind of expand to each planet, which represents something else. Like your, you know, your Mars is your sexuality, your Venus is love and money. So, you know, I usually go with clients around all of their placements and say, you know, how is your emotional body? You know, how do you process emotions? And so it really is just an exercise of documenting what do you resonate with? What do you, you don't and, and everything mm-hmm. else in between. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's, it's a lot. I mean, everything matters. <clears throat> Every thought word and action matters. And there's one thing I'm here to say, and I'll be saying that five times, is yeah. that whether you think it and it doesn't manifest into something, that's okay. Everything matters. If, if it, my belief is that if it wasn't, if it was, it's here, it has reason. Yeah. Um, I also, my top belief is that my beliefs can change, right? So yeah. I, I, if something, if I feel something else, pull that out, put another one in. Um, Cause that's being authentic. Right. You know, where you are on the journey in the moment. Yeah, it's pretty amazing how a lot of people say, man, that person's stuck in their ways. And it's like, well, no, they're not. You right. Know, they and can be influenced. Exactly. And that's my, I always say, if people are stuck in their ways, like, that's an archetype. You need that contrast, right? Mm-hmm. When I have people, like, I keep a lot of people around that may be very contrasting against me yeah. because it helps me recognize, oh, wait, I don't want to slip into that again. Or, yeah. you know, or that's something, you know, like, it's a good representation of, of, of contrast that you need. So let me ask you this. I saw, I, you know, being on social media and, you know, in particular Facebook, yes. because that's where a lot of the conversations are. It's not, not like Instagram yep. or Twitter, but it, it, on Facebook, there's a lot of conversations. And I believe that I'm somewhat of an empath. Yes. Um, I really understand people. I, I have a lot of empathy and I'm sympathetic to people and their feelings. And I'm finding that I can't log on right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just because it's like, it's so tiring. I see that a lot. And to me, I get excited about that. I have lots of friends who are like, oh, I can't handle social media right now. Well, to me, that's a growth opportunity. What mm-hmm. about your ego? Is it triggering so you know, I always say when you're giving people abundance, you're giving from your overflow, right? That you feel so comfortable within you that you don't care if other people hold different opinions. Somewhere in your ego is probably hurt, right? Mm-hmm. That somebody could possibly that you may care about or has such a contrasting view. And that's a, I call that shadow work, yeah. right? It's something that it, it you, you know, it, it, it matters because it, 
make some you feel something. So well, I, it's not necessarily that people have contrasting views. It's just that there's so much mm. uh, overwhelmed by. <clears throat> well, there's so much like hurt and pain and like right now and it's you know we you can say what you want about certain things but there's no doubt people who are hurting yes you know and whether some of that pain is manifested just because of the time or you know if it's genuinely built up over you know, centuries, oh, yeah. if you know what I mean. But it's it's uh, definitely a lot of emotions going on right now. And oh, that's yeah. what I mean by meaning tiring. I don't – I mean, I care what people think. Right. But that's not where I was going. It was more about just the essence of the energy. Yeah, and I believe pain holds us a purpose, right? So I don't think life is about just being happy, right? I think life is about – the highs and the lows and everything else in between. Mm -hmm. Although, you know, maybe this is just me with my rose colored my lenses, right? But I believe that somewhere along the line, their soul signed up to, to be a part of a movement, to be a part of great transformations. Yeah. And so what I do is try to help put their story into perspective, tell them everything is temporary, because it is, mm -hmm. um, and, and kind of give them some guiding words to give them, you know, I'm not somebody who's gonna spout positivity at you. I'm gonna help you write a story mm -hmm. that helps you fall asleep in a way that's empowering to you. Right. Um, and, and that is always full with a lot of pain. I mean, people come to me with, you know, family losses, you know, big movements, things like, like why Jeff, why is this happening? And I, I give them the same answer every time. You know, I tell them, I believe somewhere down the road, your soul needed to have this lesson. Yeah. It sucks. You may have pain. You may have suffering. But just, just it's contrast. You felt great joys before, <clears throat> and you you felt the lows. Right. And and things will you know some people get their more share of it. Right. Um, and that is heavy. And <clears throat> I just tried to give them an outlet, which is what I use, you know, astrology and tarot to help express some of those unknowns that people can't even give them. Right. And I think also that there's situations probably, and like I said, I don't know anything about all this stuff. I'm just an observer. Yeah. There's some situations that are deeply, deeply disturbing and are unfortunate. And there's, it's not a lesson. Correct. You know what I mean? It's a, a very unfortunate life. And, you know, I just want to make sure that that's separate. Oh, absolutely. Than just your normal everyday. Yes. You know, and, Let's let's do this. The stigma mm. of tarot. Oh yes. And perfect. The stigma of tarot and fortune telling mm -hmm. and, you know, spiritualism, stuff like that. The uh back in the day when there was uh the shaky tables yep. and all that. I struggled with that perception. I I'm <clears throat> not gonna lie, I still do, right? Um to me I, I've really found my spot of well, by day I'm, you know, a project manager, tech lead, and at night I, you know, do music and everything and coaching and tarot and astrology. I just kind of, you know, comma this, comma that, mm -hmm. and it all comes together. Um, again, I always tell people I'm very upfront. I'm, I'm here to give you a perspective. If you believe that it has, you know, self-fulfilling prophecies with it, great. Um, and I think the reason, actually a big reason I think I have motivation to do this work is I feel like I'm a bridge between... A lot, I call myself the woo-woo bridge because 
a lot of young people in college, when I was in college and I was a resident advisor, my residents loved this. I'd be like, all right, everyone, I'm reading your charts in my room. See you tonight. Yeah. And I had a full room because people felt like they wanted to be a part of something else. Mm -hmm. And so I tell people, yes, at the end of the day, if you want to tell me that I'm just shuffling a bunch, bunch of cardboard pieces, I am. You're not wrong. Right. But also you can give a story to each of the cards. Okay. And that's up to you. And just like everything else in life where you have to take ownership of it, you also have to take ownership of your story. Right. And whether that's taking ownership at work or in your relationships or you're going to flip these cards and you're going to sit there and believe that this is going to hold meaning to you. So yeah. you assign that weight when you when you think of people who, you know, you assign if it's going to mean something to you. Like I flip some cards and I'm like, mm, doesn't really mean anything to me. And I move on. Mm -hmm. What's cool about this scenario is, un unfortunately, when you think of tarot and, and astrology, well, specifically tarot, you think of like robes. Uh, I, this is just me speaking. Oh, yeah. No, that's fine. I love it. You think of robes and long flowing, you know, whatever. And um, and they still believe rings that. Rings and jewelry. Well, and well, we had a fair in Columbus, so I go to a lot of the local fairs um, to do readings for people, and the one I went to was called Mystics and Marvels, right? So I actually, you know, part of the gig was you should dress up a little okay. bit like that, yeah, right? Yeah. To kind of feed the stereotype. Um, and of course, I'll put on I'll put on a bow tie and you know get something flashy on. Um, but at the end of the day, really, it's it's um, you know you're assigning that value to it, um, just like we assign any other fact or truth we get in our life. So that's basically kind of like a completely different thing because that's more of a, a style. Yeah, you can do both. Again, <clears throat> you know, I'm here to say you can believe in simultaneous truth. So if I have a client that says, I want somebody to really sit into the energy, I may, I'm going to play that part. It's not inauthentic. I'm really going to sit there and, and, and try to meet them where they're coming from in their need, mm -hmm. right? I have other people who... Um, don't believe in this work, right? So I have to meet them at an angle of lots of practical stuff. I have to, I have to give them, you know, bullet points. I have to kind of go in a way because they don't believe in any of it. So I meet people across the spectrum who are like, they sit down in front of me and they're like, oh, I believe these cards mean something. And I've had people that are like, well, I'm just sitting down in front of you because I don't believe it, but I want, I think it's going to be fun, right? So again, you know, wherever you believe in this, I think there's a place that I can meet you halfway and at least make something meaningful. Right. Have you, you ever had somebody with. flip just right in front of you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've had somebody, I actually had somebody who was like, they were an astrologer of the past, you know, like they were like, they used to do it and then they didn't believe it in that anymore. Okay. And then they came to me like, Oh, I just wanted to see how good you were. And I was like, okay. You know, like I was, let's do it. You know, let, let me give you my style. How good you were. Yeah. You know, like again, in this work, that's also the stigma, you know, people say, you know, you need an amount of years of experience or you need this. Really, you need a passion yeah. with everything in life, right? You can, there's people who do extraordinary things all the time without degrees, without everything, right? It doesn't mean it doesn't hurt, but it, it's where you are on the journey. And so um, I love those people. Again, I ask for it. I always say I ask for people to be contrasting. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not trying to sell you anything. That's the first and foremost. I'm not here to sell you a belief system. I'm here to help you sell yourself to you, yeah. right? I want you to believe in yourself and your story. That's the most important thing. If I, if I throw 3,000 ideas at you, I talk about the sun, Mars, and flip cards, and you're like, I have no idea what you were saying. Right. But now that you think about my relationships with my family, hmm, there's something I may want to reflect on further. I won. I'm a winner because I'm, I'm <clears throat> at, 
cultivating and facilitating conversation that you may not be having in your life. All right. Let me ask you this, just because my brother, he's three years older than me and he's really into this. He's really into, I don't know if it's how to pronounce it, but it's like the Enneagram. 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 Yeah. What is that about? So just like any other personality test, it's a Enneagram. You can take a test Mm -hmm. um, and it basically is a defining you on different spectrums. Like, do you see yourself in a room speaking up or are you somebody who's quiet, right? Lots of subjective things. And then at the end, it places you into a bucket of, you know, you probably are, you know, a two wing eight or whatever, you know, you are the peacekeeper, you know, and again, people like those tests because just like any system, you're looking at it and you're like, hmm, I agree with these ideas and it has put me into something of ideas I believe in. Um, and so any, I use all of those tools. I'll use Enneagram, astrology, numerology, um, tarot, gene keys. Um, but I'll also combine it with traditional project management techniques. Cause I want you to walk away, not just with a thought, but with something tangible that you can take away. Okay. Um, and that's really important for me. It's not just, I don't want you to come and see me and say, Oh, that was nice. And then walk away and you're, you know, I want you to look at it and go, Ooh, take ownership and say, Ooh, how can I stop? for a minute and add something to my life. What does that mean, take ownership? Are you ta- saying take ownership of what you're doing or take ownership of what take you're Take ownership reading? of your story. <clears throat> okay. And so, Explain that a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll say that. Take ownership of your story. So <clears throat> when people, I-, I want people to, when we go through, like typically if I do a chart reading, um, I can go around, there's 12 signs, mm-hmm. And I can talk to them. Each of the signs represents something. So in one reading with me, I may talk about your ego, your sense of self, your money, your communication, your home and family, your true love, relationships, career, right? I'll talk about all of those things with you. Mm -hmm. Um, I want you to own it. I want you to own the good and the bad and the ugly, right? A lot of the times we, and it could be societal based or how we were raised. We think that if there's something negative or bad, we need to work on ourselves. And so you know, we can get rid of that and be something that's a better version, Yeah. right? And I eh, well, I don't really believe in that. I believe you need to integrate yourself, right? Like we all have shadow sides. We're human beings. We yeah. put, and, and so when I say own your story, I'm, I'm going to tell you that, you know, as a human being, you probably will lie. Mm-hmm. You know, you probably will make a mistake. Um, you'll probably do a lot of those basic human things. And so I'm giving people a permission slip to be human, to take ownership of their story, to go home and say, hey, I'm going to look at how I react to other people's strong words. I'm going to look at my finances and try and understand why am I feeling in lack here? You know, how can I go and, and go out into my career and make meaningful change? And so I go into all, you know, in the 12 signs is a great place to start. It gives me 12 big areas of life. And I basically am and having you, instead of saying your story of, oh, this person did something to me, which is true i always say there's a hint of truth in everything Mm -hmm. that you are owning your story and saying okay this is what happened this is who i am this is where i am now and there is no better place that i can be but in the moment right you you can be in a better state maybe but this you know like all you have is the now Mm -hmm. so like when you wake up yes do you like (laughs) here i made it (laughs) When, when you wake up in the literal sense, when you wake up, you put your slippers on and you're yep. walking. <clears throat> Do you read this and just you, you you just do you like look at yourself, your own forecast, or are you actually like 
look at like the whole big spectrum and be like, oh, there's uh, Jim at work is going to be kind of rough today because it's, uh, you know. Time and a place for everything. So I, I, variety is the most important thing to me. So I have like 50, 60 decks, you know, and mm -hmm. I have them scattered around my apartment. Yeah. And I may walk over to one. So for example, if I do a little shuffle, this is, this is a very easy deck. It only has one word on it. So I may go over and I start my day. I flip one over. This says flow. Okay. Flow. So right here in this moment, no, this is not a complicated tarot card of the, you know, the seven of cups. This is not, you know, there's traditional tarot and also just, this is a single word, flow. Okay. So in that moment, I'm going to go, hmm, have I thought about how I flow through my day? Am I going too fast? Am I going too slow? You're having awareness. Mm -hmm. Um how many words are in that deck? Um, this one has 78. Okay. Um, and so, you know, I, I have my own deck that I made that is mirrors. There's traditional, you can get any type of tarot card. You can go online and find um, traditional tarot decks, which are 78 cards. Mm -hmm. Or you can find oracle decks, mm -hmm. which are, there's no rules. Like this deck has like 58 cards. Um, and it talks about moon cycles. Okay. Um, and so you can get, I brought, you know, there's different types of cards that are traditional um, or they're just as simple as a single word. So if you were to go to one of your events, yes, would you have a whole bunch of decks? My whole table was just <clears throat> all my decks laid out. I mm -hmm. have people come to me and I say, what deck do you want? How, do, how would they know? What if they don't know? I pick one for them. Okay. Um, I, you know, I, I'll make an assumption on, you know, I, it really is a natural yeah. intuitive thing, right? Like there's, most people want, they see a deck that like, ooh, that's my favorite color, or ooh, I want that deck. Almost everyone picks a deck. So is it kind of like, say if they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, my boyfriend yep. or my girlfriend brought me here. Yep, all the time. Do you just, do you like, well, what are you interested in finding out or? Yeah, in that moment right there where if I'm already seeing, like I'll just pick on something. So right there was, oh, my boyfriend made me come here yeah. too, you know? So I'm gonna pull a relationship deck. It looks like you're already having some sort of dynamic there. So I will, any factor that I get in the first one minute of knowing you, I already kind of have you pegged on some things that I think would be good for you. Because the decks have different themes, mm -hmm. right? A lot of the decks are, you know, more emotional based. They're, you know, <clears throat> sometimes they're, they're, you know, so you can find a different deck that may fit the situation. So the 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 gist of it is, you have the decks and whatever, you know, phase that they're going through or whatever, they have to touch them and they have to shuffle them. Yeah, it depends. Again, I leave it up to, uh, it's hard to define a, a world that's kind of undefined. I think um, if they want to shuffle it, I always ask. Sometimes mm -hmm. I feel it where I'm like, hey, do you want to shuffle this? Yeah. They'll go ahead and shuffle it. Sometimes they pick a deck and I'm like, mm, are you sure? What, what about that deck? Yeah. So I, I just go with a variety of what I feel called to do. Um, so all readers are totally individual when it comes to reading tarot. Yeah, I, I'd like to say so. There are, like if you Google like traditional tarot spreads, yeah. right? you can find a video that's like, okay, you have your first 78 card deck. You know, you need to put one card here, one card here, one card here. And this is, you know, the Celtic cross, right? Yeah. Like you can see, that's what I know. You I know, can like, study that. And where my niche is, is sure. You want me to do Celtic cross? Great. Let's do the Celtic what, cross. What does that do? Well, I don't know what that does. What does right. it do? It, it really, it, 
what is important to me is that I'm cultivating something that you're believing in. Okay. That's important to me. Whether it's if you whatever you need to have the security that you can open your heart up enough to be able to to see as clearly as you can in that moment what's going on. I'm going to go down that road. So what does it do though? Um like the like say we'll just do the not the, like the traditional with the different people on it like the Yeah, there's different flavors. So say, for example, if you, the traditional one, you can come in, there's really no rules. But, like, what do you get at? What does the person get at? Like, you do yourself. You can do yourself, right? Yes, absolutely. So you're flipping over cards. What does, you learn how to read them, and then what does, you have to interpret it yourself? I see. So the authors, when you buy a deck, um, Typically, it comes with a guidebook. Okay. So either, like, if I pull any card here, um, you know, this is the Nine of Pentacles. So if you went and Google searched the Nine of Pentacles, you can find multiple authors' interpretation of what the Nine of Pentacles is. Typically, they do, you know, the tarot community kind of narrows in on a specific subject, like mm. a, like a, you know, like a border for it. But the author of the deck may say, you know, the Nine of Pentacles, they really focus in on one idea of it. Um, And so typically what I do is that's why I like different authors' perspectives and I have so many decks because I know that I have an interpretation. I mean, you're on multiple levels. You may have an interpretation of something. I have an interpretation. The author has an interpretation. And so you're kind of mixing all of those narratives at once, which is why it's... It's heavy work because and do you think any of it could just simply be random. Absolutely. I think if you want to believe in the randomness, just like life, like I came into this world, I didn't ask for it. I don't think, right. Yeah. I showed up yeah. um, just like we, you know, we met for this podcast kind of random um, <laughs> or was it right? right. And so what do you believe in that day? I, I genuine, genuinely believe that there are days I wake up and shuffle the deck that I will say, you don't know, no, this means something like, I know that I'm going to ask that the universe or whoever out there is going to help show me a card that I need to see right now. Mm -hmm. I definitely go down that road. Just like people, you know, send prayers out. They send thoughts your way, right? I believe in that. Other days I wake up and go, nope, this is just a deck of paper and I'm pulling an idea just like a cup of coffee. Yeah. And I think the importance of the work, the whole point is there's not one way. There's not one way to go through life. There's not one answer. There's not one career. And people have such a hard time with that. I do too. Because you feel like, you know, if I'm in, if I'm doing a podcast, well, I have to get this equipment. Well, I have to, you know, edit it in this way, right? Like you're already in, you're already putting boxes around yourself Mm -hmm. just based on what you grew up with um, and, and society and what, what messages you've absorbed. So I use this as a safe space for you to say, if I want rules one day, great, let's make rules. I'm going to only pull three cards today. If you want a day without rules, you can do that too. So have you woken up before and did, <laughs> you're doing a lot of waking up. Yeah. Have you woken right up before and you flip some cards over yes. and you, what you originally had in mind of doing that day, you completely changed your mind because of what those cards sure. showed you. Absolutely. I, if I'm feeling like, and I think so, for example, if I may be feeling somewhere in me that I'm being too structured, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, people go back and forth between polarities, right? You know, you get feedback. You're like, wait, am I being, am I being too structured? Or, you know, we have boundaries pushed all the time. Yeah. So say, for example, I pulled a card that's pulling me in a different direction. And maybe at work the last week, you know, somebody commented that like, you know, I was too concise or too proper. I may go, you know, 
I had multiple signs here. I'm going to go with the deck today and try and break that pattern of behavior and try something new. I'm going to tell a new story today. Wow. And the card has helped that, right? And so it's a powerful mindset that I just use this. This is my toolkit, right? It's a philosophy of life. Yeah. It's how you're viewing the change around you. And so absolutely, you know, if I wake up, you know, sometimes I'm on work meetings. I swear, I'm on work meetings. I'm like, I'm on mute. You know, I'm not saying anything. I'll pull a card, <laughs> share. So, so I, you unmute it and you're like, Hey guys. Yeah, I may. Exactly. I may say some days I'm that close with it. Yeah. Some days I don't, I may not pull cards for two, three days. Mm -hmm. Right. And, 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 but like right now in this moment, right. It's exciting. Cause what, what am I doing with you? I'm sharing, right. Yeah. I'm sharing my life with you. And so what has this given me in this moment? A, okay. I, I'm sharing. This is maybe something in the future when I think of the idea of sharing, or maybe I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, how do I share this with somebody? I can go back to this moment and I can say, no, I'm sharing with you. That was an example. I did it. Here mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. Um, and I can pull from that again. Wow. That's fascinating. So you did flow. Flow and share. So <clears throat> what, what, what more is a podcast right now than <clears throat> me talking off the cuff and sharing? I mean, that's yeah. what this is. So you begin to get faster at it. You begin to be faster at identifying the things around you and how they fit into this world. Do you think you'll ever be the author of a deck of, or, oh, that's right. Yeah. So I actually, I, I am working on multiple decks. I'm trying to re, so I don't even call it a tarot deck. To some people, I call, I call it a reflection deck okay. um, because I'm, again, I'm trying to bridge the gap of the stigma, right? I mean, and I'm not trying to discount, you know, anyone who believes their brand of it, right? You know, if they want to be a tarot reader that, you know, believes it's predictive, mm -hmm. their way is just as valid. Right. You know, and my stuff, people say my stuff's predictive. They're like, Jeff, you were right. I'm like, well, maybe because you believed in it and yeah. it happened. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, um, you know, I, I have a deck and I call it a reflection deck. And I made this with my business partner, Janet Starr. And so um, it's 78 cards of, of mirrors, mirrored images, and they all have questions on them. What is the... Um the significance of 78. So 78 is, I mean, it's just the, the Rider Way tarot is the first tarot deck. It's the, it's the most, well, I mean, again, everyone has their own opinion. It's the deck that is highly acclaimed. And that is the deck that has 78 cards where they break it out into different suits. Um, you know, you can dig into that number however you want. You know, you can look into numerology. Does seven and eight mean something to you? But really the main, the, you know, the the quick reason is that the traditional tarot deck had 78 okay. cards. Okay, before we bust into your yes. cards, let me tell you something. And uh, my friend from a long time ago, he saw this too in his own life. But um, I got into an accident, and it wasn't an accident, but it was an act of aggression on me, and I was hurt really, really bad. And... I started a new job like the next week and every time, no matter how early I woke up and started to walk to work, it was at Long's bookstore. Mm -hmm. This is before your time. Have you heard of Long's bookstore? I, from, from the lore. <laughs> it's okay. It was, it was the oldest bookstore for Ohio state. Okay. And they demolished it a couple years ago. Um, and now the sign is still hanging on Barnes and Noble, where that used to be, mm -hmm. up 
around mm-hmm. you know, like Chittenden or yep. whatever. Um, <clears throat> and so I was starting this new job. No matter how early I tried to leave, no matter how early I woke up, I had to be there at 11. But almost every day I would clock in at 11, 11. I, I see 11, 11 a lot too. It Every day. On my I was f- actually born on the 11th. So, and I see 11, 11 all the time. Every day I see it somehow, whether it's on a receipt, you know, going through, I don't, I don't go to Taco Bell that much, but if I get something is like, the, I'll be looking, I'll be walking through giant Eagle and there'll be a ham. Mm-hmm. I've just happened to glance down and it's 11, 11. I'm like, so that that's really important <clears throat> because you're seeing it. Mm-hmm. The fact that there is something that you're recognizing in everywhere is what the point of this is too, right? The point of coaching and tarot card and astrology is that you're seeing all of this in your life everywhere. You're okay. integrating with it, right? Yeah. If you're seeing 1111, you know, it could mean, you know, it, to me, it's, I, when I see 1111, it's just a reminder to open my eyes and to remain curious, right. right? So if I'm like busy doing something and then my head happens to turn to the clock and I'm like, 11, 11 again, yeah. right? That's a reminder for me that archetype serves pay attention. Okay. Pay attention. Right. Yeah. I mean, you hear other people see other numbers and stuff like that, but for me, it's 11, 11. Well, I see that all the time too. So, hey, yeah. I mean, born on the 11th, 11, 11, I see it all the time. Myself. I know there's all these different theories. There's Facebook groups and there's oh, yeah. websites dedicated to it. But And it's good. It's a good, interesting read. I always, I will never tell people to never look it up. I mean, right. Google's, I've done so much late night Googling, late night phone calls, Yeah, call people I don't know, say, hey, tell me about this, right? Because I believe that the more I have in my toolkit, you know, the, the more I grow. Right. Um, all right. So do you know who, like the ones with the one word, do you know who developed those? Yes. Um, this is Paige Filiator. Mm-hmm. Um, she's actually um, from Marion. But she's lived in Columbus um, on and off. Um, this is her deck that she, it's called the black and white deck. Um, I don't think she sells it anymore, actually. Um, but it's something that um, she made a few of them for a product promotion she had. And at the time, I was like, I need this deck. Yeah. And so it's funny because, you know, she doesn't even think about it anymore. But I'm using it all the time for all of my clients. And yeah. so um, that's kind of develops the concept of making a relationship with a deck. Mm-hmm. And I always say that just means, you know, everything you see in that deck, you're like, I resonate with it. You know, I understand how I can convey that to someone. No, this is a stupid question, but yes. do you ever think uh, to into it where like, if you flip the card out and it's like a word, but it's upside down. Oh, the reversed. Really? Is yeah. that a thing? It's where ca- you're like, Oh, that's a big tarot thing. It's what? huge. The big, it's one of the, it's huge. It's called reversed. So for example, it's very simple. I mean, it's just a contrast. So like mm. that is people like, Big time tarot readers will all, some of them follow reverses, but it's a big concept in the community. So like, you know, if I pulled revert, you know, share and it was reversed or whatever, that would, my first thing would be, where are you not sharing? Oh, I would have been like. the contrast. I would have been like, it's like a rash. (laughs) Yeah, right. Hey, there you go. So, I mean, it's, it's the opposite. Um, Wolf. Hey, right. Wolf. Flow. Flow. That's one more transformation uh-oh that's hard one. <laughs> so um wow so i had no idea that there was a oh reverse. revert i would i would take some time to do a five minute or watch a video i will reverse yeah. um it, it some people follow it some days i do right yeah. like if i have a client that comes up to me he's like 
oh, it's reversed. What does that mean? And I'm like, okay, deep down in them somewhere, mm-hmm. they really, something is saying it. Why would they point it out? Right. So I'll give them the contrast. I'll right. say, okay, this card typically represents, you know, home and family. It's reversed. So, you know, is there something in your life right now with home and family that's challenging or maybe something just went well? I always present both polarities. So it's crazy because when you messaged me and you said that you had so many, how many decks do you I have? Like 50 to 60 decks. I thought that they were all the same oh, thing. No, they're all they were different. Just different. All like, of them are their own author, their own style. So that's where you even get more into it, right? Yeah. So like it's an unlimited world, right? Like I may become an expert. Which do you, do you, is there, do you think there's any decks that are just blank? Yeah, there's decks that are absolutely. There are decks that are blank. There are ones so that are just colors. So you flip it over and you're just like, wow, it's, again. I mean, today. if you have space, well, again, <laughs> it's, no. It's, it's, Every day. There's color. I'd say as basic as it goes would be something like this, which is just a word. Yeah. Or there's colors. Or there's decks that don't have any words. So with that one, do you just do one a day? Or do you do a play a game where it's like, I'm going to pull out So when I give four. a reading, okay. yeah, when I give a reading with my with, with a client, I may – I'll leave these out because um, I use multiple decks in my readings. Okay. So I'm somebody that like – if you know, are you surprised? No, not exactly. Now that I know that, right? And so, because again, I may want to pull in another flavor. So I will sometimes in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm going to start with three cards. Well, sometimes you're shuffling, and cards come out. They they fall out, and you're like, well, you know, do I want to include those? Was that an accidental? That's a wild card, right? Exactly. Like this one, you know, this one's kind of stiff. Um, So sometimes. I will continue to add cards. But when you're giving a message to people, typically you're like, okay, let's put a bow on it. We're yeah. done. And so I may, like, this black and white deck is great because it helps me. It's a single word I can add into anything. So I can kind of mix it in. Um, but typically I'll have a flow. If somebody's coming to me about love, you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll pull out my love decks. And, you know, I may pull out something that has nothing to do with love to just see how they, you know, how they feel with that. Um, Typically, my readings range from about, you know, one card to I can go up to 20 if things go, you know, sideways. There's like a world tree spread, which you start at the bottom and talk about the roots and it's like this tree. And so um, it depends on the situation and the amount of time we have allotted. Right. Wow. (laughs) So when you're doing your your readings at an event, do you say, okay, here's you try to allot them like five minutes i do i try but that's why with my like more professional practice we build a custom package Mm -hmm. together okay because i believe this work doesn't fit in a box Mm -hmm. you could come to me and book an hour and be done in 30 minutes or you could come most of the time i mean because i talk and they talk it goes longer so we kind of have a parameter where i'll say okay it's kind of a la carte with my services i'm like okay do you want astrology do you want tarot let's mix them and build an experience for you it has to be fun. It has to be joyful. I want you to, you know, be able to tell a story. And so I, it's hard at the fairs. You'll be anyone who's met me at the fairs knows that I'm like, oh God, it's already been 45 minutes <gasps> with one person. Right. You know, so you're like, okay. And you know, they want more. So I say, well, you know, I have other people in line here today. Come back. You know, now when you do a fair, is it like, um, do you, does somebody come up and sign up? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... <clears throat> or are they actually just waiting there? Some It's weird sometimes. I mean, I have my little booth. I'm trying to be techie <clears throat> with it. So, mm-hmm. like, I'll, I say, sign up and leave your number and walk away. Yeah. And I'll send you a text when I'm ready. Okay. Um, sometimes I don't get to them. Um, the fair is a kind of a grab bag because in my coaching practice, I can kind of handpick people. Um, at the fair, it's like, hey, you're here. I'm I'm open. You know, let's talk. Right. Um, how, much, I, how much does it cost? So um, I'd say for like, it depends what you're doing. If you're doing a tarot or if you're doing astrology. Yeah, so it's just a different. Yeah. I mean, it, it, my custom packages are completely like sometimes people want, you know, tarot one week. They want a one hour Skype call and then they want, you know, astrology another day, you know. Wow. So, so I, it's a legitimate. Oh, yeah. It's I, my my practice is mm. being as custom. I never want you to come buy something and like be like, ooh, I don't know if I wanted that. Like, then don't buy it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very like, if you want to build something with me and you're mm-hmm. excited about that and you're excited about my energy, well, let's make magic happen, right? Yeah. Like what, you know, and I have a call on my on my website. I have a curiosity call, which is a free call. You know, it's a 15 minute, let's call and chat, see what it's about. I think talk is cheap and I think- So it's like a consultation. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a consultation. But again, sometimes you get everything you need from a 15 minute call and you may not see each other again. You know, like yeah, it's that- it's like my chiropractor. Right? <laughs> Right. You know, you're like, hey, exactly. In and out. Right. Um, And I think with this work, my most important practice is that it's approachable. Yeah. I don't want to ever be sitting on a pedestal like, oh, well, you must book with me four months in advance. I'm sure there's a time and a place where I can have those parameters, but I always want to make sure because this work is approachable. I'm flipping cards for you. I'm helping you tell a story. Mm -hmm. And so I want to make sure that somebody who is, you know, a a new freshman in college, they feel something in them that I can maybe, you know, be there to help them. I feel that approachability of work is really important. So you literally met me uh, an hour and 25 minutes ago. Yes. Do you have me like, pegged or so just like with ever i i definitely i mean i don't believe in the concept really of being pegged because i think you change dynamic mm-hmm. right like you're going to be a different person tomorrow than you are today in my belief system mm-hmm. um you're going to that's are you that's just across the board for everybody yes okay. i mean i think there are people that like i can say okay they they told me their truth was mm-hmm. i don't like changing so like i probably may be able to rely on them to be more that some right. people are like i'm in a growth mindset so you they walk out you're like see them three months later you're like you have a cat now, you, you know, this happened. Oh God. You know? And so I, I believe a first impression is important, right? Cause those are the initial energies I'm getting for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm deciding, is this person an energy that I want to continue to interact with? Right? Like I'm making decisions, but I'm also learning, right? If I walk out of the store and I never see you again and never hear from you again, I still won. I still had a great interaction with a new energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still learned something. And so Yes, I will definitely, you know, I have some category. Everyone's like, Jeff, what categories do you have me in? Mm-hmm. Everyone is obsessed with that. They love that. Yeah. When really, um, what I typically do with that um, is, you know, after a certain amount of years of knowing somebody, yeah, I'll gift them it. I'll gift them my spreadsheet of them. And I'll say, hey, this is me. I've learned all of these things about you um, over the last couple of years. Um, and, and here you go. Here's my biggest gift I can give you. Because I, I think the biggest gift you can give somebody is being a mirror. Right. Yeah. Um, so do you want me to shuffle a deck? Is that what you Sure. Doing? Absolutely. What? I mean, do you want to? I'm not going to ever make you shuffle a deck if you don't want to. I don't know. Let's, uh, <laughs> you said that, like, I don't know what any of this stuff is. So yes. what do you, I mean, I think we should definitely do the one that you. Yeah, let's have a conversation. Let's, um, I'll let you, I'll pass this over to you. All right. And 
Um, again, this is a this is not the traditional tarot. This is a deck I created. Okay. It still has 78 cards because I'm kind of maintaining that. Um, there's no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. So there's no shuffle, right or wrong. Shuffle it. You can move it around. And and this is I love people who are new to it because they're like, what's the rules? I'm like, you've come to me because you didn't really want rules. Like we're here to we're here to. And so you, you know, right now you're mixing it up. Um, you know, if there's one that you're mixing along the way that you want to pull out, go ahead. And do what with it? And just, you can flip it and, and, you know, you can give it back to me or you can put it in a place where we both can see it. Well, let's just... Or you can have me pull it. Yeah, let's just do that since... Okay, absolutely. Yes, so I will take this back. So now, you know, I like to think that, you know, you had your say in the pot, right? I've yeah. at least given you the opportunity to touch the deck. Mm -hmm. um, some tarot readers are like, oh, they can't touch my decks. You know, like they read it. I also did this. Yeah, hey, there you go. Get all your vibes on this. Yeah. Um, actually, when I made this deck, what I did was I went through all my friends on Facebook and I mm -hmm. thought of their strongest qualities about them. And when I was making it, I was like, I want that in here. I want to make sure is a that big, comes It's out. a bigger deck. It's about a, was it five by seven or? Oh yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. It's like a picture of a snapshot. Yep. Okay. So it's pretty big. It's, um, decks, you know, difference size and sizes. Mm -hmm. Some of them mm -hmm. are small. You can do like, classic playing card size mm -hmm. you can go bigger um they typically don't get much bigger than this yeah um you just need a big table yeah yeah exactly i, I mean my table i mean it was all the decks <laughs> so i'm gonna pull one for you I'll move that um move this that chart off. yes yeah love there you go there's your question here's your question mm. are you love yeah i am um and so it's funny because a, I mean, this is a great, I mean, to me, my most important purpose if I today at this moment is, you know, I believe the most important thing is to open up somebody to the idea of love, mm -hmm. to know that they can fall in love with anything, right? I'm here to help you fall in love with your story, to find a spark again, um, or maybe to walk away with something that is a little different. And so people forget. And, and what I tell them is that all of these qualities I talk about, I just went off on, you know, all these different archetypes. You are all of those things mm -hmm. and you are none of them. Right. Hold, you know, hold all of them closely when it feels right and let them go when it doesn't serve you. Um, you know, we're here to play and have fun. We're here to make mistakes. And that's my belief. You know, we're here on a big sleepover. So so listen to yourself. Mm -hmm. Recognize that you are love. And it's fine. I just got goosebumps here. Like you can see that like the hair standing up on yeah. my arms here because right. um, love is so powerful and everyone has such their own definition. And so, you know, I think it's a great card when you're when you're talking about, um, you know, sharing something you know, you're sharing something new with me. Yeah. Um, but in this moment, you know, I, I recognize that That's whatever your first card yep. ever drawn for. Exactly. Th yeah. This is to set the stage. Okay. You know, so for you, so right, this is the first card in our dynamic. If I even mm -hmm. wanted to break it down that like, I know I have a feeling that anything that we interact with is going to have a sense of love. It's going to mm -hmm. have a sense of fun. Um, and so I also have to recognize, you know, this is asking you, are you love? So what I would say mirroring back to you is, you know, whenever you feel even if you're, you're feeling great. So when you're feeling great or you're feeling down on yourself or anywhere in between, you know, are you still giving yourself that self-love? I know it's a very simple concept, but you know, are you, are you giving casting love onto something else? Or are you remembering that you are love? You right. answered very confidently, mm -hmm. right? So that also means to me, dig in deeper, dig in deeper to the concept of love where it may not be as confident, right? You know, maybe parts of yourself or skills or abilities or things that you have, um, where you're like, ooh, I'm still learning, or ooh, you know? And so, um, great reminder, you know, are you love? Well, I think what's crazy about that is uh, I'm 45, 
And I think that it's actually kind of a new concept. Exactly. To me. So. Uh, That's it's powerful. Odd. Let it's, me pull another one. Yeah, it's odd that it comes up like right now. Shadow. Mm-hmm. There you go. What's it? What, you were in a. Sorry, I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs> I do that all the time to my clients and they're like, and, you know, um, shadow. So you were just talking about how it's a new concept. Mm-hmm. So before it was in a place of shadow. Yeah. Right. Where you didn't connect with it. You're like, maybe, you know, you may be connected with the shadow side of love, which is, you know, I'm on my own or I don't I don't know how to absorb, you know, receive yeah. love from somebody. Maybe I give love and am I actually giving love? You know, that whole concept around it. I mean, this is exactly. Well, I'm definitely in the shadows. Oh, yeah. And that's also just a valid place to be. So remember, part of love is knowing that if you're in the shadows, that's just as important. That's mm-hmm. just as valid, right? Like your love is not, although human beings want to put words on things. Now, when you when you flip that over, was it reversed or was it straight up? It was straight up. Okay. Right, um, so, so this, we're not looking in the shadow in the shadow because <laughs> that could be a thing. Hey, you laugh, but people get, no, just... you know, I meet with people at different places. Right. Um, and, and I think this is a good takeaway for you to understand. I mean, the fact that you're talking to me that it, it, you didn't know like that you've progressed in it, mm-hmm. you know, shows that there, you know, there is a place where it wasn't as strong. Maybe, you know, there was a place where you definitely have had a growth arc in it. Um, and that's important because were you loving yourself all the way? Did you, did, could you answer at, I mean, I can't predict the past, you know, where the past came from, but like at every point in your journey, was there ever a place where you're like, Ooh, I don't know if I'm loved or Ooh, I don't know if I'm doing this. Oh right. yeah. Definitely. Right. And so mm-hmm. right now in this moment, it's highlighting that. So what this is saying is look back at all of those moments that you didn't feel like you were loved. And it looks like you have some work to do there. No, right? no, just not to. Yeah, go ahead. Cut you off, but do you think this is actually uh, <laughs> cool to be public? I absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I have no problems with yeah. it, but I'm just like I don't know. It's sometimes. Oh no, this is okay. All right. Absolutely. Um, and so, and I and I think recognizing that you had a growth arc on your journey, this is to me again is is integration as well. You need to you needed to love yourself on the whole place of the journey, not mm-hmm. just where you are now. I see that happen all the time where they're like, "I love who I've become," mm-hmm. but I was bad before or like you know i had a rough this well your past self and all of those actions you had was you sorry but that also was you yeah. and let you know so you needed to bring love to that and that- so is this like a generalized reading since we didn't even discuss beforehand like what do you what are you kind of looking for or whatever we just was like all right let's do it you pulled out the card and it was like well it became specific because i asked you you know you kind of went into your relationship with love before so it goes, it starts general and it goes very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, everything starts general. Um, so, you know, when shadow came up and we were talking about how it was different before, now it's getting more into it. Okay. So then you may bring something up on like, you know, how did that look for you? How did it, how did it look worse? And what dark times where you didn't feel like you weren't love? Because the question is, are you love? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. Now, like, also, is this kind of like back and forth right now something that you would experience in a typical session? Yes. Okay, so people are always asking you, like, why are you doing that? Why are you doing With this? me, I open that. And I tell them at the beginning of my readings, feel free to cut me off. Okay. Ask questions. I, again, I'm super untraditional with this work because I believe. Now, are there people that are like, now just sit there and let me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, there's some readers who 
you know, will flip their three cards mm-hmm. and they're going to tell you what they mean. And then they'll be like, do you have any questions? You know, like, and nothing wrong. <laughs> no questions. Right. Please, just... <laughs> right. Nothing wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Like that is their style. There's a place in the world for them. My place in the world is that like, I'm trying to really pull you from. That's the coach. In yes. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to pull you from a place where you don't know any of this. So I'm bringing, I, I do, I believe on the inside, you're like, okay, you know what love is and you know what a shadow is. Mm-hmm. So it's not as unapproachable as you think. Right. That's always the first stigma is like when I pull concepts, like, you know, these concepts, you deal with them every day. It's just you may not talk about them, which is why it feels a little uncomfortable. Um, but no, I, I love big back and forth. Why? Because I'm getting something out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I I could sit there and do something and give it to you. But if I don't get feedback, I'm like, not like I need it. I, I still have given you something. Now, what, what am I? What was I going to ask? <laughs> Loved. Oh, so you pulled that love card then the shadow card is now when you are talking and you're explaining this to your client what are they supposed to take away is this something to for them to consider or to work on or to again to dwell on or what it, it i really try to make an informed decision based on you know, sometimes I'll ask at the beginning of the reading, so why are you here? Mm-hmm. What's bringing you here? And sometimes that's a good answer. Some people really just want to take themselves away from life for a minute. So maybe this was more entertainment for them. Maybe this was something to think about later and put on the back burner. Some people come with a notebook, right? And they're like, wait, can you say that again? Can, you know, and I. Some people have a podcast. <laughs> right, exactly. And so I will email after the reading. I will type my own notes and I'll sometimes send them an email after and I'll say, hey, we had our reading. Like, you picked up stuff. I picked up stuff. I said things. You said things. But here's more angles. And so really my style is just giving them as much as I can um, from the experience. And so, um, yeah, it differs. Some people want – like I have had people are like, I want to book with you again. Like this is our date. Boom. Some people are like, I have my notebook. I don't know how this looks yet. Where do you do it at? Um, where do I do readings? Is it online? I mean, do you do it over the phone? Or oh, yeah. It... I, I'm flexible. So this is 2020. Do office? I do. So I can invite people over. I have a flex space that I can I can get for people. But most of the time with my clients, I trust them all. If, if they're coming to me and I, I usually talk to them on the phone first. In the fair, I can't really. But mm-hmm. if they're going to be like a person they want a reading from, I talk to them. And I know in the first 15 minutes, like, do I want my energy around them? Like, do I feel like they're going to be trouble? Yeah. And then I just won't do it. You know, like, are you always 100% honest with people? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's it. I mean, honesty, I, we could go into a whole truth conversation of what truth is. Um, but am I giving you the words that come to me in the moment? That's why I talk a million miles an hour. Yeah. I don't really have time to just to kind of filter it out. Yeah. Um, I'm describing to you um, what I feel like will help your story. Uh-huh. And that makes me feel good because that's the whole point. That's the reason I'm in this work is because I'm. I know I'm like, wow, Jeff, you just spoke on all of these topics to someone you didn't know yeah. elegantly. And that person is walking away feeling inspired, heavy, whatever you did. You changed something. And that's, that's, that's what matters to me. I made something happen. I'm a spark. That's uh-huh. my whole, my whole vision is, you know, you may be mad at me. Great. Sorry. You know, you made the client. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't have that. I mean, typically I'm pretty cheery, so it's hard to be mad. I don't typically deal with hostility, but again, I'm ready for it. You have know? you ever had somebody be like, you know what, can you redo that? Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, like, I don't, I, I don't like that one. So let's do it again. Yeah. And I, I will say like, well, here it is. Yeah. It's still like, it still happened, mm-hmm. right? Like there's a lot of things in your life you 
don't want and you can erase. Now, why do you think that when you pulled that first one, it was that? Why do you honestly think that? Think it was love? Because mm-hmm. there's love here. I know, but so that's why. I mean, I think multiple things. I can give you like 10. You know, one of I'll give you a few. One of them is, A, I think there's love here. There's a lot of love here. B, I think this question is you need to ask yourself. I need to ask you, are you love? Mm-hmm. I think you need to go and reflect personally on your arc with love. Mm-hmm. How has your relationship arc been with love from as, you know, being a small child to now? What are your goals for love for mm-hmm. yourself? How do you feel full with that? I think that's a valid question that this reveals. I also think it was random. I was shuffling the deck and it pulled out. So I, again, you know, I want you to have multiple parallels. You're simultaneously looking at all the narratives mm-hmm. and picking the story that you want in that moment. Okay. Um, and, and typically, you know, people play avoidance. People can be like, well, they pick the story that they want and maybe they're in denial. I don't care. It's all part of your story, okay. right? Like, Maybe you needed to be in denial. Let's let's do uh, one one more. Well, from like a different yes, deck or something. Okay. Did you want this pertaining to this, or did you want just like another energy, another concept to talk about? What do you think? Um, let's put it in a part oh, of this. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll let you do a shuffle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Shuffling. <laughs> what what uh. What deck am I holding? Um, so this is this is like a moon phase deck. Um, it's also astrology based. So a lot of tarot and astrology actually come together, and people will make astrology decks. Um, so this is um, what each card will say. It will say like a certain zodiac um, affiliation, and then it'll also give you one line of um, of something to think about. What do you think of like palm reading? Yeah, why not? If you have a meaning in it, like I, you know, like I have a have line. Have you studied it? No. Okay. I mean, I know the basics. I know you got a heart line, a headline. Um, you know, you can look at some, I guess maybe I have studied a little bit. Here I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> it all blends together. You know, there's certain parts of your hand that relate to certain planets, right? Like you have a part of Venus on your hand. Like you can map the whole um, astrology map onto your hand. Um, you know, do I, if, if, you know, I do I follow it um, fully? I mean... If you want to tell me, if somebody's like, look at this line on my hand, and I'm like, okay, what does this mean to you first? And mm-hmm. they're saying, I don't know, you tell me. I mean, I'm going to look at it and go, well, you know, I, I will put something um, within the experience based on what I what I know at this time. That's all I can offer. I can okay. only give you where I'm at at the journey. Okay. But that's not something that you focus on. No. Yeah. Um, coming soon. <laughs> you yeah, never know. Right. All right. This one says, Uh-oh. new moon. A no. new start is coming. Oh my God. So you kind of, you know, and again, when I, so now, okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. How many cards does that have in it? 78? Uh, this one's like 58. <clears throat> this is 58. not 78. Okay, 58. Yeah. How many different cards? Are they all different? They're all different. Yes. And they're all part of the astro- astrological. Yeah. So this one says like new moon. <clears throat> so new moon is like the, concept and if i you know there's a different one that would be full moon in scorpio okay you know so like it gives you full moon in scorpio and then it gives you a line with it so this is just new moon energy Mm -hmm. um new moons to me represent beginnings of cycles and this card reflects that saying a new you know a new start is coming hmm so what would i walk away with if i was with joyful jeff today i'd go (laughs) okay so on my new starts Mm -hmm. am i love am i loving what i'm doing 
that's a complicated question. Seems easy at some days, you know, different. And when I'm in shadow, right. when I don't believe I am love, yeah, am I still in the game? You know, am I still believing that I am love? Because, you know, love is, is the encompassing of all of it. So a new start is coming, a new moon. So what I would reflect back is if you ever wanted to draw energy from this moment again between us, um, I would pull upon that, that new moon energy. A new start is coming. How do you feel when you know something new is starting? How do you, you know, do, are you nervous? Are you like, I don't know how this is going to turn out. Are you having anxiety? Are you like, oh, let's do it. It's going to be great. Who cares what happens, right? right? Whatever energy, new moons, and a new start is coming reflects you. It could be a new start in love, right? You could, you could be discovering a new love of anything. It could be a hobby. Mm -hmm. It could be in yourself. Maybe you're discovering a new love in yourself. Whatever this is saying, it's saying a new start is coming. So, Or has came. Or, or has just arrived, yeah. right? And so what is this saying to me if I have something, you know, I'll, I'll often ask, okay, is there something new you just started? Okay, have you checked in with your love with that? Where have you where have you pushed away and you know and and pushed away things or where have you embraced things? Is there something you can bring closer? Yeah. Is there something you can push far away? So there's you can just talk all day, it just never ends, you know, on new moon, something new and love. Um I often ask people, I'm like, what gets you fired up? You'll be surprised there's a lot of people that don't know anymore, right? They're like, "Well, I like this." And I'm like, "Wow, you sold me." You know, like what what brings you to a place of love? Like what I would ask is what factors of something new make you say, oh, I love it. What is your timeline for love, right? Do you have to have, oh, I have to do it for two weeks or get to know this person for a certain amount of time before I can have love. Yeah. To me, I believe love. I believe the second I meet you, I can love you. Right. I don't believe that there's a timeline. So this is saying check in with your new start, any feelings you have. This could be a journal. This could be when you're driving in the car, um, take your cell phone out and do a voice memo. Start talking about what concepts and feelings come with you when you think of a new start. Um, and a lot of people, for me, when I think of a new start, it's, well, what could it be? You know, like, how big could this could this be? You know, like, how many services do I want to offer? What kind of people do I want to impact? Uh, mm -hmm. What kind of money do I want to make? What kind of, what do I want to give back? <clears throat> so, there's so much you can pull from that. And, and like, again, the first card is, are you love? So are you telling that story because that's what you think you should be telling? Or do you actually love the story? Um, and it's okay, you know, because again, shadow came up. So you literally have shadow over here, which is saying, okay, what parts of yourself that come up are you pushing away? Because you're like, oh, that's not love. Like, ooh, that's not love. I need to avoid that. Maybe you need to bring those things a little closer yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, it's so difficult because you've added so many dynamics to what it could be. <laughs> exactly. You know, And it's up to you to... Sometimes people are ready for it and they say, oh, I know exactly what this means for me. Yeah. And it connects. Well, I mean, at first I did, but then I started thinking about other things. I'm like, Perfect. Maybe. I went, that's it. I'm doing my job yeah. because I'm expanding you. I'm saying this applies to that and your first gut feeling, very important. But now you're like, oh God, it could apply to this or this. Yeah. Now you're doing it. Now you're doing the whole point of why I'm here today right. is I'm trying to expand you. I'm trying to say, there's not one storyline happening. There's everyone else is having their storyline at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, and so now you're beginning to get the power of it. You're like, wait, do I want to take the energy of these cards and apply it to this story or this? And now you're, you're becoming in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. So now you're understanding what I'm saying. Owning your story is you're owning what is here. You're owning what is in your life and you're making the matches to whatever feels authentic to you. Okay. So, um, 
typically, uh, where would you cut somebody off? <laughs> Maybe when my voice gets hoarse. Um, I, you, so typically I feel it like they, like they, you look at them kind of like, you know, humans have attention spans. Yeah. So just with this work, like some people, like after an hour, they're like, <gasps> well, I, do, I you mean, know. to be honest with you, like that right there seems like it's so open. Yep. Do you ever have it to where you're like, okay, bye. Yeah, I mean, again, and then they're like, they're just like, wait a minute. There's, well, I don't too much. Um, I usually do some sort of recap. To it always is open because my a lot of my astrology and the stuff I believe in is opening. I have a more of like an opening up mindset. Um, sure, I can play details, but I'm really a big. I'm thematic in bringing the story together. Um, that's where I think I'm most powerful. Um, yeah, I mean, if they if they whine and say, well, I wanted another card. Well, I mean. Either, you know, how tell me why, and then we can start another conversation. Okay. You know, like, oh, like, hmm. You know, it always looks like when the door is shut, you want something else. What does that mean? I'm serious, <laughs> no, right? You. you know, yeah, like, yeah. you every piece of information you give me is important. Mm -hmm. Every thought, word, and action matters, and I strongly believe that. Yeah. Um, it's just what pieces I choose to pick out, and that's, that's on me. I, I'm going to do what my gut says. Yeah. Okay, so that is literally like the concept of open to interpretation. I'd say so. Okay. Just like everything else is, right? If you look at law, something that is so defined, right? It's mm -hmm. literally spelled out. Why do we think we have lawyers? Because we have thousands of people interpreting that one sentence right. on paper. Yeah. That's life, folks. You know, <laughs> I tell people they're like, they want answers. And as humans, you want all the answers because you're afraid. You're like, I need to know an answer because it gives me security to do something or to take an action. I'm trying to help people to step into the unknown. You're not going to know. So let's do this. Let's leave that the way it's at. I mean, I mean, you can move them and yeah. put them back. Or no, anything. it's perfect. And then let's do the one that's like, uh, what do you call it? The, um, uh, it's like the, the oracle, the, tra the, the traditional, tra traditional, yeah. the traditional. Okay, sure. Just because um, I've never seen somebody do it live. Before. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, so it may be that might answer more questions for me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, sure. Some of these, this is a traditional, both of these are traditional um, decks. They'll have the major arcana and the minor arcana, which mm -hmm. you might hear in tarot decks. You'll have like, you know, you may hear about the fool yeah. or, you know, the empress. Mm -hmm. um, so this, you know, these decks have those archetypes in here. Death. Death, absolutely. How often do you pull death out? I'd say, you know, once a week. I love death. Why would I be? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I oh. mean, I think death has a good message. And yeah. again, right, we have two decks. These are both traditional tarot. And, you know, one of them is a little bit more dreamy. Yeah. It's like the Shadowscape deck. So the mm -hmm. author is more like, you know, it's, it's kind of what's in the shadows of your life. Or another one's kind of more revealing. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, I'll just I'll pull one here. And so when you studied this stuff, did you like, was it when you pull certain, sorry, when you pull certain cards, this means this? Or is it more like when you pull these certain cards, it could mean this? So one of my um, best friends in tarot, the Emerald Box Turtle is her brand. Mm -hmm. um, she was right next to me in the booth when I did uh, a Columbus show. And she is a little book that she pulls out. It's like this like, you know, she has this like chest where she holds all of her, her cards. And then she has this like thick book of notes she takes as she does readings with people mm -hmm. to reinforce that archetype for her. So um, 
she she pretty much goes by that book a little bit, obviously with her own interpretation too. But she does is one of those people that says, okay, Seven of Cups. All right, I'm opening it up to Seven of Cups. And she's able to draw upon all her past experiences oh, with yeah. it and say, well, Seven of Cups, kind of how it's shown up has been, you know, some topic um, for her. And so I, I do a little bit of both. Um, I don't like to define, defining something in my ego Defining it too closely is a little scary for Are me. Are these 78 cards too? Yes. Okay. Yep, this is a 78 card deck. Um, and I'm just going to pull one um, with no rhyme or reason, just kind of a general card to discuss. Um, and I'm going to put it right next to here. So I'm going to kind of just say to myself that whatever I pull here is going to somehow relate with what has already been on the table. Okay. It's not going to be a separate energy. It's going to go right in the spot to complete the four. Okay. Um, so we'll, Perfect. we'll pull one right here. The last one. Did you want to give it a shuffle? Yes. Okay. I felt, I felt it over there. I was like, all right, that deck slides very nicely. It's a, uh, one of my favorite decks to describe, um, just kind of shadows, dreams, um, things we may not always bring to the surface. So we'll see what, actually comes to the surface. And I'm actually going to let you draw it because I'm in that mood. What do I do? You're just going to pull one that feels right to you. At random, if that's what it says, pick. you can pick any single one of them. It's Perfect. It's the, the top one. All right, great. Excellent. Thank you. All right. That card we have is the Eight of Wands. So the fun part about the... Inter- oh, I know you're like, ooh. <laughs> oh, so the fun thing about tarot mm-hmm. is that it's not just the card type, right? So it's not just the Eight of Wands. It's also the illustration. It's also the clubs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's also the suit, you know, okay. or whatever it's in. Um, you know, so each of the each of the wands, you know, pentacles, however they're describing it in the deck, usually represents an element. Mm-hmm. So, you know, wands could represent fire, right? So in your interpretation, you're like, hmm, do I have like a, a fiery flare? When you think of a bonfire, what do you think of sparks flying all over, yeah. right? So this is a fiery energy. This okay. is the eight of wands. And you could also dig into it thinking, okay, what does eight mean to me? And you're like, well, nothing really. Um, in traditional numerology, eight is a power number. Um, you know, if you think about the eighth sign in the Zodiac, it's Scorpio. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the eighth sign of Scorpio, you know, kind of dealing with merging relationship secrets. Um, the occult actually is a good Where number that Scorpio? goes with eight. Um, Scorpio... Um, what do you mean where is Scorpio? Like in the calendar. Oh, it's November. End of okay. October to November. All right. Um, and so it's right after. So I'm a Libra and I'm, I'm, I'm the seventh and then Scorpio uh, comes next. It's a water sign. Okay. Um, and so this eight of wands here, and I'm actually going to pass this back to you in a second. The most important thing I do when reading tarot to, from a traditional deck um, is you have to look at the illustration right here. And so I'm going to hand you this card because there's one thing that jumps out to me right here. And I'm going to pass this over to you so you can look at it while I explain it. So the Eight of Wands here, notice how she's standing there, right? And she's she's blowing. It's like seeds are blowing away from her, right? Um, kind of near the top of the card. She has new seeds setting flight. Perfectly resonates with a new start is coming. Mm-hmm. What this is meaning to me, the Eight of Wands, is obviously putting out your seed and in a better word, putting out your intention to things, right? So she's kind of, um, you know, giving flight to ideas, to wishes, to dreams. Um, and so, so really with the eight being a power number with eight being a number of manifesting, um, you know, like depth, right? Like this is not just a whimsical dream of something that is, uh, you know, at the top of your mind. This is like a deep rooted, like, no, I have this dream because like I want blood, sweat and tears over it. It's a very deep energy um, in terms of of your intentions and your wishes. Um, also, 
So she has seeds that she's kind of letting go. You can see um, plants behind her. There's a few foxes in the background. You can interpret the card fully and go, you know, picture by picture each thing and kind of explain it. Um, I typically go because <clears throat> I bring so many cards. I go to the first thing that jumps out to me mm -hmm. and then I'll compare it with what the eight of wands means with me in general. Okay. Um, so this thing right away, she's standing there with her staff and she's letting things go. Mm -hmm. She's letting intentions, dreams, who knows what they are. She's letting something go. So what this would say in this reading is a part of this new change start is coming. What are you releasing, right? What has to, when you love something, um, and maybe when you're releasing shadow, what things do you have to let go to do your dreams, right? You know, sometimes you do have to make a choice. Sometimes you don't. Um, but you really are kind of going through an adjustment period where it's like, okay, I'm letting new things fly. You know, on the bottom of the card, some of those seeds have landed and have grown. So she's in this process of evaluating, okay, what has grown? What do I like? And what else do I need to let go? Um, and I also would prompt you to think about... Well, let me see that again. Yeah. So I always look at faces. So when I'm reading tarot, I look at a few things. I'll read, look at colors. I'll look at faces, look at facial expressions. I'll look at um, key identifiers, maybe animals, maybe um, objects in there that you recognize. Yeah, see, the first thing that I saw after the seeds yes. flowing were the faces on the tree. Yes. So that's a great... That's a great pivot too to discuss. Um, again, to me, if you think about a tree archetype, right? So it kind of it's like branches, and you can see the faces in there. Um, it's really kind of deciding what it's kind of. I keep hearing like it's like whispers of the forest. So like, what? Who's on your side? Mm -hmm. Who? What's a sturdy foundation on your side during this? Because she's standing in the tree. Mm -hmm. She's literally in the tree. Yeah. So to let her seeds go, she's not on the ground. She's in this tree with faces. So what sort of structure, mm -hmm. and it could, you know, what is your strong structure that talks to you? Because it has faces, so we'll incorporate that, um, to help you feel confident to climb to the top of the tree to let your wishes go. Oh. So, you know, so you're really, you're, you know, kind of integrate. So I would ask, again, with anything, with any new start coming, um, you really have to tap in and, I, and identify your support systems, right? That's kind of bringing that archetype in there. You what I interpreted from the picture? Yes, go ahead. Was uh, shadow. Of, this is the shadowscape deck. Yeah. So oh, there you go. The shadow is also represented in that picture because you have, uh, well, no, not not a literal shadow, mm -hmm. but a figurative shadow, like as in there's um, the faces that she might not know is there. You're, you're, you're a natural. Exactly. She's, she has her back. Exactly. Yeah. She's looking up, right. right? She doesn't know that these faces are there. Right. So who is talking or who's supporting her? You know, these faces look like they could be having a conversation without her. Yeah. But there's also behind her a couple sly little foxes. Mm -hmm. Foxes, I, foxes to me, exactly. Sly fox, perfect thing to add. Mm -hmm. Also representing luck. I think foxes are lucky. Okay. You know, think about like, you know, a foxy lady, you know, like foxy, you know, yeah. there's something flashy, mm -hmm. lucky about it. Um, so foxes, you know, they're known for being, you know, like their fur has patterns and they're beautiful, but they're sly. Um, so, you know, again, or as deep as you want to go into it, you just have to be emotionally ready, right? Like I can sit here and talk for hours and hours mm -hmm. about these archetypes. Um, and that's a perfect example, right? So the fact that it's resonating with you on, on faces that are, 
that somebody may not see that you may not see right in tarot a lot a big practice that people do is they'll put themselves as the card mm -hmm. so they'll say okay if you were the eight of wands if you were this person how would you feel in that scenario um and so again you know if people were talking about you and maybe they were your support system how would that make you feel you know what direction would you take next or you know maybe you're assuming that these are people talking behind your back and maybe they're people talking behind your back, but they have your best good in mind. Right. You know, and so you really have to kind of balance. And I always try to give both sides of it. Um, you, you are a natural. I mean, look, you literally. What have, do you mean by you say that? You pulled a card and instead of sitting there and going, well, I don't know what this means. Yeah. You, I gave you the card. I gave you the power. I said, pull this card. And you found something that resonated with you. That's all life is. Well, I found something that resonated, resonated with me, but that, was in tune with those other three cards. Ah, so you had a starting point to go there. Yeah, I see. So I'm like, well, you've got the new moon, you've got love, and you've got shadow. So, so now you're able to connect it. Yeah, and that may be a good place for for you to start. I mean, the new moon, like where you gave me, was Correct. the seeds flowing. Yes, which also goes back to the first card that you pulled of the day. Well, not of the day, but of the evening with yes. me was flow. Exactly, and so. There you go. You you actually. I mean, that's the whole point is you're connecting your story, um, and I mean that's 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 winning right there. You're actually able to pull parallel. So again, you know, I tell people if they're beginning with tarot, that's why I started a deck that's very simple, right? Love. Mm -hmm. All right, love, and then you have a question, and then we kind of built it in with more complexity as we went. If you were ready for it, some days you may not want complexity. Yeah. Um, like this. Even you having no experience with it, you got this to your, like, you have to believe that you believe it, right? Yeah. But like, you're like, okay, if you walked away and had to summarize, you're like, okay, new beginning, love, um, you know, shadow, understanding, you know, what is not always in the limelight and, you know, what could be talking behind me, you know, structural support, new beginning. So you, you already got a flavor what of it. Does the, what do the words eight of wands mean? Yeah. So eight of wands, I mean, it's just just like if you had a deck of cards with the different suits, mm -hmm. wands is fire. Okay. Um, so if you see eight of wands, typically in, in most decks, you can count, they draw eight wands somewhere in there. Um, and so typically it's just, it's the amount. So like in each suit, yeah. you know, you, you'll have the ace, then you'll have the two, three, four, all the way up to the, you know, to 10. Um, and then you'll have the major arcana. So other cards you'll have in here, um, you know, you'll have the fool, um, you know, which is actually not a suited item. It's just, it's a part of the major arcana, mm -hmm. um, you know, and then you'll also have items like, like you said, the death card. Um, there's wands. This deck has wands, swords, which is air, um, pentacles, which is earth, cups, which is water. So you have all, you have the four elements. Um, and then you, you know, can pull major cards. Um, Again, you know, you can look at eight and what eight means to you. Um, wands, what kind of fire means to you. But as you work with the deck, you're like, okay, wands, or this author may have a specific feeling towards wands. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, wands for them is action. So I need to think about this through an action. Um, How long have you been doing this? I'd say since 14. So that's 10 years. I'm 24 today. So you were in middle school and you're like, man, I'm really into this tarot stuff. So I'm going to... I. Wouldn't say that was my direct thought. I said, I'm ready to look at, I'm ready to look at something deeper and have conversation. I felt like I always was constrained in having conversations. I felt like I was in school and like 
oh, you couldn't say that or you yeah. couldn't swear. Did you know anybody that was already doing it? No. You just, you sought it out yourself. Oh, yeah. I think it's, I mean, I was just Googling. Like, mm-hmm. it started really from, from astrology, which was kind of, you know, I knew my sign. And all it took was, you know, one kid on a dial-up connection to go, okay, Libra. And then you click on that button. You're like, hmm. And then before you know it, you're just like, click, 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 you know, and you get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of the self-discovery I like people to go on is to, to, to dip into what they yeah. feel. So, okay. So this is um, something you've been doing for a long time. What is the coaching? Yeah. So the coaching I combine. So I'm kind of rebranding now, which I'm really excited. So traditionally, I just stuck with this work. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first went to fairs, I just did tarot and astrology and maybe some numerology. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm like, Jeff, you spend 40 plus hours a week as a software developer, right? You have tech skills. I'm, I'm big into virtual reality. Um, I'm big into optimization coaching, which means I help people. Um, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard of the tool called Trello. It's a project management tool to kind of help um, keep track of your tasks of your life. Um, I'm big on Google Google Calendar, integrating all of your tech. I'm a techie. So mm-hmm. part of my coaching and kind of how it comes together is, A, we build a custom package together. Um, so that may mean, you know, call support. Maybe you want to call me once a week for a 15-minute call. Maybe mm-hmm. you want once a month you want a Skype call. Um, for some people that I really click with, let's do in person. Let's go get dinner mm-hmm. and let's, let's get into it. Like, let's talk about it. Um, what I really find in all of this is that people – they come to me because they want somebody to help walk with them on some of these serious topics. Sometimes it's light and fun, um, but they need help going to that space. They're not, like you said, you know, you wouldn't have known what to do without prompted. So I'm, I'm prompting you. Right. I'm kind of starting that conversation. Um, and so my coaching packages have been, sure, I'll do tarot and astrology. Maybe I'll do a mix, but I'm now branching into the world of let's do tarot, astrology, and also some um, technology coaching. So is this something that you're actually, you said you're rebranding. Is it something that you would like to do like full-time? It's a rub because I would say I'm already kind of doing that now because yeah. I'm now at the point with my with my integration of this mm-hmm. that if I'm at work and I'm like, oh, hey, you know, do you want me to do a reading with you? You know, I'm building those relationships with people. It's not weird anymore. Like my last job I had, when I brought up and you know, I did tarot cards, everyone's like, Jeff, I love that. Like, can you can you do my cards? I'm like, sure. Like, let's spend some time looking into that. And so I, I'm coming out of my shell and finding that it's important to, to bring it all together. I don't – I'm not somebody who likes to say I'm, this is going to be my career. Yeah. I'm, I think my career is going to shift. I'm in software development right now. Eh, I may wake up one day and be tired of writing code. But this is definitely more than a hobby. Yes. This is something that I take – Seriously, because it applies, just like as you saw with our conversation, every part of life comes into it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a base spirituality that can help me no matter what I'm doing. So it helps if I'm in my relationships. Yeah, let's pull some cards. If I'm at work, yeah, let's pull some cards. Um, So the coaching is like the, you can do this like for your fairs and, and if somebody wants to continue just to pop in like my, my back with my chiropractor. Yes. But the, if you want the full service, you know, we'll, we'll develop something around that. Absolutely. Okay. So, yeah, exactly. So the tarot or the fairs are very, here's a taste. And I wanted to make sure in that, you know, I have a taste that people have a taste to make a decision. Um, again, I'm not here to sell you anything really. I know that the right people showed up and they've always had. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the coaching is, how do I really need to support you, right? Like, 
maybe, you know, because I'm learning both ways as well. And so um, a lot of my clients are friends. I don't really want to, I'm not really in the space because I have a day job. I'm not really attached to the money as much. Mm -hmm. So like at the end of the day, I really has separated me from going crazy with the pricing and finding something that feels right for our dynamic. Sure. I'll have prices for people that want to, you know, come in and try it out. But um, I do everything from, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to launch virtual reality sessions. Um, I think it's a little out there, but I have my headset and I'm having fun developing with it. Yeah. Um, but everything applies, text support, calls, in-person, um, you know, tarot astrology, or just life-related. It really is just as holistic this is. That's how I want my services to be. Um, and they've been really successful so far. Yeah. It, sometimes they're super woo-woo-wee, and sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes they're very practical. They're like, oh, crap, like, you're, you've been a project manager. Like, my life is kind of, I'm not getting momentum. Can you help me? Yeah. So I'm really just being myself. Right? I'm not chopping it up into different pieces, and I'm showing people the power of that. Yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> quite the endeavor. I mean, it's uh, so interesting. I've learned so much just in the last. That's, that's why we're here. That's why I didn't even question it. I got that comment on Facebook. I got that question. I'm like, yes. You're like, oh, you should check out my page and do this. I like clicked. I was like, okay. I like the fact that you have a, you know, the pound sign in there for shit. That's exactly what I, I was like. <laughs> that's me. If there's one person on brand, like I swear like a sailor in my readings. Yeah. So I'm like, this is perfect. You're somebody who has a curiosity who wants to learn done. Yeah. I'm here. Well, originally it was like, I was only going to try to talk to artists and since it was more in the beginning, it was more just a podcast. So I was going to have to have them explain what they're showing me. Yeah. Locking yourself in a box. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I want to keep that aspect and have it kind of safe and everything. And, you know, it is what it is. But I'm like, uh, my brother was like, you might want to think about calling it something different. I'm like, nah, I'm already locked in on it. Right. For now. No, that feels exactly. You know, Again, I mean, it could change. But yeah. You felt good about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, I think it's a great name. I think you're, I mean, you're here to like, just show me what you yeah, got. Yeah. I want to learn. Right. So whether it's, I want to learn about you or what you're good at or what you're doing, you know, it's, I want to learn about people and what makes them tick. Exactly. That's yeah, exactly. I know no greater joy than that as well. It's a very air sign thing. Yeah. Here I go back to the woo woo, but, um, you know, I have somebody coming in soon who, um, He's got a page called Booze and Booze. Hey, there you go. And it's, uh, I'm not too sure exactly what it, but he, he, he specializes in haunted Columbus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Heard about that community. Yeah. So it's like, I, I'm into that too. I mean, I'm not necessarily a believer. Right. But I'm, it, it's the historical aspect of it that intrigues me. Exactly. And that's Gemini. It's funny. Now, like I'm in this mode now, you know, Gemini represents curiosity. Mm -hmm. So anytime you can feed your curiosity, you're on, you're doing great okay. and you feel good about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you, when I leave here today, you're gonna be like, whoa, you know, cause that's, you fed your Gemini. There's a part of you that's like, I need to know something totally new. I don't know what's happening with it. You like being that fool, you know, yeah. that beginner energy. Right. Um, that's perfect. Yeah. And like, I've told myself, like I have a day job too. If I could do this full time, it would be perfect. Right. Because doing the editing and everything takes so much time. Oh, it does. And I'm like, man. And then I'm also doing other, I'm producing other people's shows. Yep. And that takes a lot of time. I'm here all the time. Exactly. And um, so if this thing, the Show Me Shit Columbus thing, doesn't succeed, I don't 
Right. Really. I mean, I care, no, but exactly. it's, not, it's not the end of the world. Exactly. You know, so and that's a good way to look at it. I never want that to limit you, right? I want you to believe, but also have your healthy sense of acceptance. It's that like flow. my very first episode, podcast-wise, I put a disclaimer in the beginning saying, as long as people still come through the door, I'll continue to do it. If I get tired of it, then I'll stop. And if people just stop coming, exactly. <laughs> then you know I'll stop doing it. Right. But as far as uh, this is episode six. Yep. Woohoo! <laughs> so it's Made just started. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, I appreciate you coming down. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is there anything? What is your website? Yeah, I am. Uh, it's joyfuljeff.com. That's easy. It's easy. Um, and so there, I'm. I've actually have it at a place where you can book appointments online with me. It's all set up. Um, really, it's about collaboration of, you know, if you want to put something together, um, build an experience together. I do some stock things like I can do a, a tarot and astrology reading with you um, in person over video and send that to you however you want that to look. But what I get the most joy from is building something with you. Yeah. Let's explore. You have no idea about it or you're, you consider yourself very, you know, familiar with it. Let's have fun. Yeah, I think um, just let me like later on, we'll talk about something uh, I'd like for my daughter to meet you oh absolutely let's do it <laughs> yeah okay yeah um so i'm sure actually i was thinking about that because before you played the video she just kind of had that sparkle that was the first thing i said i was like look you have the same sparkle mm -hmm. um so i actually well i brought maybe this is why i brought this i brought a little uh little good luck charm for you and a folder oh, that you wow. have. Oh, wow, cool, yeah. Um, this is just, I usually give, just, you know, you can just have a folder, but that little charm, you know, it's like a world tree, and it's funny that the tree was kind of um, the metaphor today about yeah. foundation. Right. Um, and so I would want you to just remember that, um, you know, That's keep awesome. those roots in. And so um, maybe she, maybe there's a charm or a deck or something out there. I give people decks all the time mm -hmm. because it just takes that. It What's just a good site to look at? decks um amazon oh really? i mean you really can just go because all the big authors are on amazon okay anyways. they just sell their stuff from yeah you can get party. it yeah mm. um and so really we have nice places here in columbus so you know staying local we have uh, pearls of wisdom mm -hmm. um on high street and they have a great tarot collection um lots of metaphysical things there if you want to get started they can you know can get, start you with a little box mm -hmm. and um you know a, a mat and many good decks to start with. Wow. So um, we have lots of metaphysical stores in Columbus and lots of online sellers. So yeah. super low price point to get in, spend 20 bucks. Barnes & Noble even sells tarot decks. You know, so you just, you know, go to the back. I've seen them there. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, they have them there. So yeah. I've always thought that they were all the same thing, though. No, yeah, know? they're all, That's crazy. See, as you see here, um, they're all a little different yeah. for you. I mean, so. I really like that, that it's... That's crazy. And it fits, right? Some people, like, I use multiple decks. I brought, like, before I came, and I was like, okay, what decks am I bringing for the podcast? <laughs> I can just imagine, I like, man, what am I going to do? I don't know this guy. I know, exactly. Um, and so I brought the decks that... that Stuck out to exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. And I showed up and, and did my thing, and that's all I would want you to do. So other than the coaching, what what's next for you? What's next? So I'm... You got the music. We never really talked yeah, about that. We do, but. yeah. So I'm. I do a lot. Um, I care about the community and community activism, right? So mm -hmm. I'm um, president of Scarlet and Gay at mm -hmm. Ohio State. Right. Um, so we raise. You know, we raised twenty three thousand dollars last year for LGBT scholarships. What is Scarlet and Gay? Um, it's an alumni society mm -hmm. through Ohio State for members identifying in that community. Okay. Um, also for allies, right? We have allies on the board as well. Um, so it's a way to keep alumni engaged with the gay community, okay. also with students. Uh -huh. um, again, I, you know, I'm assistant director of the Clintonville Community Band. Mm -hmm. um, we're not in session right now due to all that's going on. Um, but, you know, we play throughout the year. Mm -hmm. 
What's next? I'm kind of focusing on a lot. I'm working on more um, relaunching my YouTube channel. So I started wow. way back okay. in 2016. So I got like a thousand subscribers really fast. And I was like, I'm in school. I can't do, I can't keep up with the editing and all that stuff. So um, it's hard, man. It it's is. So hard. It is. So right now I'm um, my my relaunch for my YouTube channel. It's still out there. You can find Joyful Jeff out there. I re, you know took most things down. Um, but, you know, Joyful Jeff is out there for the YouTube channel. So I'll be working on that and continuing to just continuing my career. So I'm developing tech skills, kind of my, my day job. Mm -hmm. I do enjoy that contrast. Yeah. And then taking this to a bigger level, attending um, more events. My website's cleaned up now so people can go and book readings with me. Awesome. Um, you know, check it out. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's still bare bones, but it's ready. You can, you can figure out something in there. Well, I'll tell you what, just the, I was talking with uh, Kent, my last guest yeah. and he's an artist and he has a website. I yes. have a website. Yep. It is so hard. It is. WordPress has been the what I use. discipline is key for that. And that's why I, why I personally believe I like my day job. Mm -hmm. Because that contrast keeps me motivated. Yeah. People are like, Jeff, you could do this full time. And I'm like, yeah, maybe one day. Mm -hmm. um, but with all the thought I put towards it, if like I'm going to go home, like, okay, I need to lay in my bed. Like, it's already full time energy, yeah. right? Um, and there's actually what the best part is, is, I do this stuff, like my role I'm going into is like agile coaching. So I'm organizational coaching. Yeah. So I'm actually doing coaching, leaning towards in tech, you know, coaching big enterprises on how to work collaborative teams. And so I use this stuff, it all connects. Yeah. Um, so I know it's converging to a point and um, uh, the, the biggest thing I can do to myself is stay open and yeah. continue to meet new people. Do you ever worry that um, you meet somebody uh, at work that just doesn't you know i mean you probably already have that are just like you know just stop with the stuff yep dude. i work in i work in corporate america where yeah. you know a 50 a top fortune 100 company um you could probably sniff those people out right away though oh right? yeah yeah okay. but again i it just it falls away when you become yourself and you have a good support system and you have people you love and you open up those people kind of fall away you know like Yes, it hurts. I'm never going to say it ever. Like when somebody looks at me and they're like, ooh, what are you doing? Like yeah. that hurts. Yeah. Of course it does. Right. But you get up so much faster yeah. because you have good people with you. Right. And so that's the name of the game. I think, I mean, I'm not like on my meetings like, ooh, I'm pulling a card for you guys. I put it in when it's appropriate. Yeah. Like I may be on a one-on-one -on -one with somebody. Isn't it kind of uh, nice though to say that that aspect of your life is the difficult part versus other aspects of your life. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's been people that have come before you that have lived similar lives that mm -hmm. paid dearly for it. And now you're okay to be who you are. Oh, absolutely. And, and that, I mean, you got to pay it forward all yeah. the time. Bring people with you. I grew up, you know, my parents, my dad died when I was 14 years old. Mm -hmm. You know, both parents are big, were big alcoholics. Yeah. Um, so I grew up super independent. My dad kind of had a style growing up of like, well, come home if you want, you know? Yeah. And so I developed that sense of independence really fast. My mm -hmm. sister was kind of that mother, father, aunt, uncle, all in one. Um, and so I learned that, you know, you got to pave your own path. I mean, I remember getting my first job at 14. I was, you know, I was completely independent at age 16. Like I, I was done. Like, you know, I... I no one really provided for me. I kind of provided for myself and with people that also were in my network, you know? Right. And so 
there's a point of joy where I still feel like you were following the cards too. Oh yeah. Oh well, you know, <laughs> the cards will laugh at me too. Yeah. Right. You know, I know if I, you know, it depends if I'm in that mood, I'll pull something and it's like, well, shouldn't have made that decision, but yeah. it's okay. You know, I don't believe in making good decisions. I believe in making decisions good. Right. You just kind of have to go with the punches. Yeah. Um, cards are here. Charts are here. And ultimately love is here. Uh, as long as you believe the love is here and that you keep having good conversations, um, life is not always full of love all the time, right? You're going to encounter people, right? You're going to encounter people who are going to challenge you. You're going to encounter people who will abuse power dynamics. And in those moments, it's even closer, you know, it's more important than ever to reconnect with yourself, um, which is why this work's important. Reconnect with yourself and reconnect with those around you. Because mm -hmm. um, there's always more stuff out there almost 8 billion human beings in the world. Yeah. Do your communities out there. They are. Um, you got. You have to take ownership to look for them. Um, and the rest kind of fills in the play, it fills in and you tell your story how you want. Right. I appreciate you coming in. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Right. Joyfuljeff.com. That's me, yes. All right, man. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks. Focal Point Podcast for the Focal Point Cinema and Sound Company.